0: Hello, hello. Welcome to episode six of the Threadwork podcast. I'm Ross Cale and it's very kind of you to take the time to listen. You're a good one. As I mentioned in the last episode, which if you listened was a fortnight ago, I recorded this intro a few weeks back due to the potential non-availability of producer bod. And so what you're about to listen to is part two of the places themed episodes. This intro will be shorter than for episode 5s, which will no doubt be a relief for many, but I was keen to give a bit of analysis to the makeup of the track listing for this episode. This episode is constructed a little differently to the first part. It's mostly electronic for starters, and that seems to be something that happens every now and then. I try and have a varied mix of music per episode, but not to the extent that it's forced, and so occasionally a heavily electronic episode will fall out, and this is one of them. I like it when this happens because record dependent I get to have a bit of a mix in places which reinforces a really positive association I have with music and my time spent as a beat matching DJ. Learning to beat match in various North London bedrooms with my friends in my early teens was hands down one of the best times of my life and for a while that's what DJing was to me. It was very freeing to eventually learn that beat matching wasn't the only thing a DJ did but that doesn't take anything away from the fact that it's fun. Okay, I said this intro would be shorter, so let's wrap this up, but if you get a chance, please case out the episode notes as these contain not only the track listing for the episode and the Spotify playlist, but also links to buy the music played, if I can find them. I try and source links that directly benefit the artists or labels responsible. It's not always possible, but if you like anything that you hear and you're able to spare the money, then please consider making a purchase or two. I appreciate that's a comparatively antiquated concept in the streaming age, but consider it if you're able to. Feel free to rate, review, subscribe and share Threadwork if you like it enough, that'd be lovely. And if you have any feedback, then you can get in contact via the website, threadwork.net or on Twitter, at Ross Cale. Right, here it is then, episode 6 of Threadwork, Places, part 2. Cheers. the So we started off this episode with a trip to Manila, courtesy of Sealand Luft from 2002. If I'm being honest, I missed this the first time around. It was only about a year or so ago that Spotify pushed it my way. That's nothing quite like being 16 years late on something. Following that was the peerless Metronomy and The Bay from 2011's incredible album The English Riviera. I think this is the first metronomy track i've played on threadwork thus far but there'll be more in the future as they're one of my favorite bands out there in this album and the one that followed it love letters are for me near enough perfect there's so much about the bay that works for me it's hard to know where to start but in particular i love the drumming in fact that's something i love that runs through all their music it's so it's so minimal but everything is in its right place every hat Every snare, every fill is just perfectly placed and I really appreciate that level of restraint. Playing underneath us is Axis' beautiful 1999 cut Calling You which came out on the amazing Guidance Recordings label from Chicago, I love Guidance Recordings. Uh, Axis' version is also sometimes known as Baghdad Cafe and it wasn't until I did some research into it in preparation for this episode that I found out that it was originally written for a film called Baghdad Cafe which explains it a bit. I didn't realise it was a cover at all until I heard a Jeff Buckley version in 2016, but it turns out there's been loads.
1: Yeah, we got three tickets to the Brand Van concert happening this Monday night at the Pacific Palisades. Uh, you can all all uh, in if you uh, want to answer a couple of questions. Uh, mainly, what is Todd's favorite cheese? Uh, Jackie just called up and said it was a former rock For Let's see if it's that. Give us a ring ding ding. It's a
2: beautiful day.
1: God, this is liquid, ring it, ding a ding I want those three brand band tickets, man. What do you think? It's right. He's alive. I'm lying. Right. I woke up again this morning with the sun in my eyes. When Mike came over with a script surprise, a mafioso story with a twist. A two-won fool, you Newmar. Here to get your ass out of bed. Hey. He
3: said, I'll explain it.
0: Sometimes you just have to get deep into it, and that's exactly what we've done here. You're listening to "The Lights" by Underground Sounder Lisbon from 2000, and this is such a heavy tune. Deep, moody, percussive tribal house music with an immense sub bassline that I remember all too clearly from various nightclubs at the time. So good. Before that, we had Lorna Dune's "Miami Sphere" from 2013, and that was the Tarek remix. I'm a big fan of Tarek, and again, I'll play more of his stuff in the future too. Um, because it's all great. And what I particularly like about this is how rough and live sounding it is. It feels unpredictable and wild and that just ticks all of the boxes for me. We also heard a bit of the waltzer-esque Floridada by Animal Collective from 2016. And ahead of that, uh, Brand Van 3000's Drinking in LA from 98. That's when it came out in the UK anyway. Drinking in LA was taken from the album Glee, which is an excellent album and an album I've listened to many, many times. Uh, Throughout Glee, uh, Brand Band 3000 somehow managed to meld like a thousand ideas and influences together in every track and many of them were very funny too, Uh, Dear Willard being a prime example so yeah, big big fan of them. And starting this section was R.E.M.'s New Orleans instrumental number one taken from the timeless Automatic For The People album from 1992. Threads go, one that's particularly apparent to me is the emotional response I can get from instrumental music, and the track Playing Away Right Now is a really good example of that. It's Aeroplanes' remix of Friendly Fire's Paris from 2008, which features au revoir Simone on vocals. I know it seems a contradiction in terms, I would describe this as an instrumental when clearly it has a vocal, but for me, this is essentially two records joined in the middle, and as good as the first half is, and it really is, it's the second half that pushes my buttons so physical and layered and powerful without ever sounding egregious but there's an earnestness to it that I find I can't help but respond to. Maybe it's the payoff to all the groundwork laid in the first part but whatever it is I think it's just stunning. Before that was Alone in Hawaii by Panoram from 2014. And that was taken from Everyone is a Door, which came out on one of the most consistently interesting labels for me, Firecracker Recordings. A great label, and if you're not familiar, then uh, definitely go and check out some of their other stuff. And before that was Orbit 405 by Flying Lotus, taken from Los Angeles from 2008. Playing now in all its arpeggiated shimmering glory, General Motors Detroit, America by Acid Washed from 2009. So I try not to use the word genius too often, but sometimes it feels like the only appropriate term. And I truly believe that Isolet earns it for one of the tracks we heard before, Brazil.com from 2003. If you're not familiar with it, then clearly you can go back and listen to it here, but please, please go and buy a copy, find yourself 10 minutes or so, have a sit down and listen to it through a decent pair of headphones. For me, it's one of the high-water of electronic music. I don't think it can be bettered, uh, though terms like better are essentially meaningless when you're talking about something so subjective. After that was Nairobi by Kirk DiGiorgio from 2001, which I've always really dug. And what you can hear now is another track taken from Flying Lotus' great 2008 album Los Angeles called Brainfeeder, which is also the name of Flying Lotus' label. And that's nearly time for this episode of Threadwork. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as me. Uh, Huge thanks as always to producer Bod, and we're going to leave you with another track that has a profound emotional effect on me. Must be my age or something. It's another of Jamie XX's beautiful love letters to UK rave culture, the simply incredible gosh. I've been Ross Cale. This has been Threadwork episode six. See you next time. Cheers.